Hey boys and girls, welcome to the Take Notes Kids podcast. I am your host, Shoshana Smith, and this is episode eight. Today we are talking about writer slash writing tips. So I am going to be giving you my tips for being a writer, how to write, and so let's just go ahead and dive right in. So tip number one, I highly 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 recommend you use control s after every paragraph or any time you pause from writing so holding control and the letter s is a shortcut to save on pc computers just use it okay just use it tip number two have a backup of your backup you never know when your computer is going to crash or when it will decide to lock you out of a document. So make a backup and then another backup, preferably on a separate device like on an external hard drive or a thumb drive. When I was younger, I used to email copies to myself. So whatever works. All right. Um, tip number three, relax. Even if you have a deadline to meet, the world is not going to end if you write 4,000 words a day instead of 5,000 words, okay? I personally do not pay attention to my word count unless I'm curious to see if I wrote as much as I thought I did if I was writing for a long time. Um, Yet, go back to the reason you started writing in the first place and forget all the tips and tricks you learned about how to write a best-selling novel. Yeah, I know, that's ironic for me to say in a writing tip podcast. Whatever, sue me. Okay, tip number four. For as unstructured of a person as I am, inserting page breaks and chapters helps keep my brain formatted. I'm all about ending scenes on a suspenseful note, and knowing where chapters fall is really useful to me. I've seen some questions on Twitter, and I didn't realize that a lot of people didn't do this or didn't know about it. Um, and so it's to me, it's... Uh, it's just very helpful. You just, if you don't want to do a page break, which I think you just go up to insert break, page break. Um, if you want to, you can just for, to keep things separate in your mind, especially when you are changing perspective, like who's talking when you're writing. Um, yeah, just hit that enter button two or three times and then start. You can always go back in and edit. Um, I just highly recommend this, mostly just to keep you, and eventually, if you keep those for when you publish your book or publish your blog or whatever it is you're writing, it will help keep things structured for your reader. And it will help a lot. It, it kind of, it's, it's like a comma. It lets people know when to breathe. Okay, tip number five, don't get obsessed with writing rules. Okay, I know it's helpful to have structure and rules to follow, but for every rule I hear, I hear someone famous who didn't do them. So like I said before, you don't have to do the page breaks. You don't even have to do chapters. There are some writers that don't throw in chapters. I'm not saying this is a hard rule, Um, but I don't care what rules you break or follow as long as you are proud of your story. If you can hand it to someone, if you can give it to someone, and be proud of it, that will come through. And if you're, it will come through in your writing as well. Um, So just don't get obsessed with writing rules. Don't worry necessarily about your commas or your periods or the, the um, exclamation points. If you have five of them, you know, those sort of things can either be edited out later. Somebody else can tell you that they're stupid. 
Hopefully they don't do that. But you know what I'm saying. Those things can all be changed. Just write the story. Just get it done and get it out. Okay? So tip number six. And there, these are two points here that I want to go together. So number one, writer's block is fake news. I'm going to say that again. Writer's block is fake news. I read a quote from Craig Johnson. He is the author of the Walt Longmire series, and he said that writer's block comes from simply not knowing what's going to happen next. That totally blew my mind. This really resonated with me. So point number two that goes along with this is that I don't ever feel like I have writer's block. I simply don't know what happens next. And that's mostly due to the fact that I don't make an outline or plan the story. So going back to point number one, that writer's block is fake news, a lot of people get hung up on the fact that they have writer's block. And I think it's mostly the term. They know, okay, this is what I have. They put a a term on this feeling that they have about not being able to go forward when they're writing. And for me, what I do when I have those issues, well, now one, I realize, oh, it's because I don't know what happens next. So you can kind of skip through the crap. Sorry for the word. You can kind of skip through all of that and figure out what happens next. You don't have to be writing when you do that. You can just take a step back and say, okay, what's happening in this scene? What's happening in this chapter? If you're writing a non-fictional book, where do you want the story to go? So you can just kind of take a Take a back seat to yourself (laughs) and just think about it. You can do other things. And that's what I tend to do. When I get stuck, I will, um, I'll go do something else. I'll watch a movie. I'll read a book. Usually as soon as I start reading a book, I'll get inspiration. Um, the other thing that I like to do when I don't know what to do next is I will go work on another book. And I know that that sounds silly because it's like, You hear a lot of people talk about like work on one story and one story only that needs to be your bread and butter or whatever. A lot of the time you do need something to almost like clean your palate a little bit. And so sometimes if I get stuck on one, I'll go work on another one and I can kind of tell within myself like this other story is calling to me this other story. I've got something to do here. So I'll go work on it. Sometimes I'll work on it for like 10 minutes and then I'll go do something else or I'll jump back to the story that I was originally working on and um, go back into it or whatever. It'll come. If you're a writer, it will come. Writer's block is not the end of the world. And honestly, once you figure out what happens next, that can get a little bit easier. Um, If it doesn't, Stop writing and don't go do something else. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I won't belabor that point anymore. You get the point. How many times can I say point in one sentence? I don't know. Let's see. <sighs> Tip number seven, don't use big words. Oh, okay. At least not consistently. And this is my request to you as a reader. I rarely go and look up a word that I don't know. So if it's a huge word like circumlocution, I will just skip over it which isn't great if that word is describing something. If it's important to the story and you're trying to describe what happens or an emotion or feeling, but you use some big word, it kind of, if the person doesn't know what that word is, it kind of ruins things. So big words are fun in dialogue and they bring life to a well-educated person. They kind of, they might even define 
this other character. So it's fun to bring it in in those ways, but it can get old when it's used to describe things like the noises that a car engine makes. Just dummy it down a little bit, unless you like big words and you cannot lie. Okay, tip number eight, describe things. If you're too vague, it's very frustrating for the reader. Being over descriptive was my biggest concern when I started writing more seriously. But as long as you aren't taking an entire page to describe a sunset, you're good. Paint the picture with normal vocabulary and then maybe read it out loud. I find that when I read something out loud, my brain automatically decides when it stops caring. Like right now, you are probably waiting for me to be done with this point. You're anticipating the change of subject. Your audience isn't stupid, so don't treat them like they are. And tip number nine is that to be a good writer, it helps to be a good reader. What I mean by this is to take a step back and look at your work from a reader's perspective. Are the scenes smooth? Do they feel satisfying? Are they too fast paced? Do, do you need to put in something slower paced? Um, are there 10 character names that some random person who picks up this book will care to keep track of? Okay, so while most of the time worrying about what readers of the book will think can be paralyzing, it actually helps to take into account what you like to see when you read a book. Find a happy medium and be considerate. As writers, we want to draw people in, not confuse them or annoy them. Okay, so those are some random writer and writing tips that I decided to do for you today. So did these help you or did they make you more frustrated? You know what, just remember to write the book you would want to read and the rest will work itself out. I hope you took notes. Subscribe if you want to hear more. And if you have any suggestions about what you'd like to hear me talk about or have questions, hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or you can email me at novelsbyshush at gmail.com. So novelsbyshush at gmail.com. Or hit me up on www.shoshanasmith.com and come say hello. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Bye.